last time on Adventures Galore. Oh, um, I'm playing a kobold monk by the name of Keats. Hi. My character's name is Raven. Your adventure starts in the Kotick Vale district of Yadina. It seems like a lot of people are, like, sick in this place. All of a sudden, this guy um, is walking behind you, and he sneezes, and there's this big, like, this thing of phlegm that gets on the back of your neck. And as you meet up with Raven, you hear this shriek. I got five. Okay. So I did. I look at Keats and go, "What? What's wrong with you?" Keats, you can discern that is you are in like if you consult your map, you're in the middle of town. You can tell that it's coming from what looks like the housing district, which is the left side of your map with all the little squares. Keats, you can make out that um, the uh, the street came somewhere from the housing district and the 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 west side of town. All right, I say. I heard a shriek from the west side of town. Let's go well, you get him. You both heard the shriek. It's just that Raven couldn't oh, get out where okay. it was coming from. Did you hear that shriek, Raven? Yes. Obviously. I think it came from the west side of you town. Another one. Hey! Is it also from the west side of town? Yes. All right. I think there's someone in trouble. Well, then in that case, we should find someone to pay us to help him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, and you see, but there are, like, people from town are, like, kind of running over. Don't worry, we'll ask for a reward after we've saved the day. <laughs> uh, Keats rushes over. Yeah, I follow. Okay, alright, you make it to... Um, I'm just going to pick a random house really fast. You make it to this house. This house right here. Um, and you see this, uh, this old... A uh, human woman outside with a cane. She says, "Ah!" And let me come up with a voice. And she said, "Someone, please help me! Somebody, somebody uh, help!" I am someone. What do you need? There are rats in my attic. They're breaking down into the house. Please help me. Those are about my size. <laughs> Let's go get them. Wait, wait. Please Maybe she's me. talking figuratively, and she's insane. Well, we should go check Help anyway, me. right? She They're might... breaking. I can hear them rustling around. Do we hear any rustling? Well, I mean, you you guys are outside on the street. She's outside on the street, like, calling for help. Okay, she says, I hear them rustling around. So we go to where she is. She says, I get my husband to do it, but he's out right now shopping for groceries at the market. I draw my yeah. rapier and I say... After you, Keats. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 uh, whoosh, whip out my short sword. Oh my God! You both whip it out. Like <laughs> oh no! In front of this old lady. <laughs> and um, that seems to be Raven's thing. Anyway, you go in and you do hear you. Uh, you once you get in, uh, I guess we'll use your perception check from earlier, Keats. You do hear some rustling around in the ceiling. And some like some bumping around from what it seems okay. to be from 
Can we can we get to the uh, ceiling? Yeah, there's a there's a staircase, and okay. then you go up to the second floor, and then there's a very obvious like trap door that leads up into okay. I, uh, the attic. I I'm not tall enough. I hop <laughs> on Raven's shoulders. Get <laughs> off me! Say <laughs> <laughs> fine then, you freakishly tall giant. You open it. Fine. I put my rapier away and I say, "Wait a minute!" And I whip my loot out and I. Fling a little ditty on there. You're, and you're getting ready to fight. Give him some bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that just a d6? Yes. It's, what, it's, to it's, anything? It's 1d6. Uh, you can read it on page 53. <laughs> but Rook basically... Check. Welcome a, to the reading of the player's handbook. <laughs> you get to add a d6 to a check or an attack roll or an ability. It says attack roll, ability check, or saving throw in the next 10 minutes. On what okay. page? 53. 53. I was on 63. Well, that's because your intelligence is so low. Wow. Um, once within the next 10 minutes, can roll the die and add the number rolled to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. So, yeah, I get. I just get to add it to... And you do it after your... A roll. 20, you're after your d20, but before the result Before is the announced. result. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I whip it... Then I, so my loot, my loot, <laughs> my loot is like on this, um, it has a strap. What are those straps called? Anyway, and I a just, I just strap? like swing it back over my shoulder and draw my razor <laughs> again. Okay. All right then. Are you, and you, the trapdoor is open? The trapdoor, is there like a ladder going up to the trapdoor? Yeah. Or it's does like it pull down into a ladder? It's like a, a string ladder? that pulls down into the ladder. I pull it down. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. What next? Where are you, what are you I climb. Next? You go into the attic? Beware, rats! <laughs> I will smite ye! Okay. As you, as Keats and you, Raven, enter the attic, you oh, see... Oh, who says I'm going up there? <laughs> Are you not? <laughs> yes, I'm going up there. Okay. Taco's good out here! No! Stop! <laughs> Copyright! Oh, my God. Okay. Um, as you go up, you see... Um, now, it's pretty dark in here, and I'm, I'm in fact it's dark enough in this attic that I'm gonna need you to make. There's one. I have dark vision. There's one torch in the, like the far corner of the attic that's lit, but I'm gonna need you to make uh, perception checks. Oh, you have dark I have vision. Dark vision. Okay, Dad, make a perception check. Then. Before I do my perception check, I'm gonna use my cantrip, dancing lights. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, okay. If it's my turn, can I take a turn to do that? Yes, you can cast dancing lights. Um, they are lights that cast some light. And we're you can tell that I have researched this <laughs> <laughs> extensively. Yes. Pause. Rule check. Rule check. Rule check. I cast dancing lights. I create up to four torch-sized lights within range, 120 feet, that appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs that hover in the air for the duration. You can also combine four lights into one glowing, vaguely humanoid form, blah, blah, blah. What I want to do is make four lights. Each light sheds dim light in a 10-foot radius. Okay, this as a bonus is only action, 30, 30 feet. Yeah, 30. as a bonus action, I can move them up to 60 feet to a new spot. Okay. And it's like focus, right? So once you cast another spell, then they go away, right? Concentration, yes. Yeah, okay. Up to one minute. So I cast them at intervals. I have four of them, so I can do mm-hmm. them at ten foot intervals all the way mm-hmm. through the attic. I mean, yeah, you light up. You you light the fu- the hell out of this attic. <laughs> light the hell out of this attic. 
Sorry, and kids, I can't see a thing. <laughs> and as you say that, and these lights come up, you hear three uh, surprised, startled, Ugh! like, like Ugh! and you see three uh, humanoid figures. Three oh, hooded, what? Those three, aren't rats. Three hooded <laughs> figures that seem to be wearing um, black cloaks. And You're not rats. They turn around and they see you and they say... Rah! And uh, two of them draw scimitars, and one draws um, uh, one doesn't one draws a club and roll initiative. I throw my sword. Welcome to the first <laughs> encounter on this show. Uh, plus two. Raven rolls a fifteen. Uh, Keats has a ten. Uh, Keats has a ten. <clears throat> Ten. Raven has what? A fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, and then I yell it out in character. <laughs> no. Sorry, I'm rolling my initiatives. Oh Jesus! Not twenty. Actually, it was <laughs> crit. crit. Our first crit on the show is an initiative roll for an enemy. That's sad. And uh, I'm probably just gonna cut all of this out. So this is this is, look look at all that silence in there. <laughs> okay. One second. So we're gonna go one, two, three, four. Okay. Just about to stop it. Alright. So first up, you see these two uh dark coated figures with the scimitars uh are gonna rush up and they're both gonna swing one at each of you and Let's let's go. Uh, Keats, that is a twenty-one versus AC. Yeah, that hits. And Dad, that is a an eight versus AC. Ha ha! Missed me. <laughs> <laughs> you say as you yes, like like I I like deflect it with quick, my rapier. Quick as a dandelion flo floating in the wind, you no. deflect the rapier. You <laughs> <laughs> no. deflect the scimitar with your rapier. But Keats, he, he catches you pretty pretty decently good. and uh, you Pretty take, decently good. Pretty decently good. And <laughs> Double take, duty oh, good. You take four damage. Almost half my health. Love it. <laughs> I, lo I love it. <laughs> um, and now, Raven, it is your turn. How close are they? They are within You're, five feet. We're about feet. to lose our vision if you cast a spell. He is about to lose his vision. Oh, that's true. Vision. Yeah. And there is a torch in the, the corner. Go for it, man. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> it might be worth it. If I can control this power. Oh, dang. You have charm person. Does that mean you can charm both of them? I think it does. I can charm one at a time. You can charm but... one. I think it's if you have a higher spell slot, you can charm more than one person. Our DM just whipped out his phone. Our player, Sebastian, just... Okay, I, Raven, is going to attempt to cast Thunder Wave, but I have to be at least 15 feet away from Keats so he does not get caught in the blast. So what I will try to do is rush forward away from my companion into the midst of these beasties, and then when I'm far enough away from him, I will cast Thunder Wave. Can right. I do that? So let's let's think about this. If you're gonna run, gonna try to run past this guy, is gonna get an opportunity attack against you. This um, this 
cloaked figure that just swung at you. But if you can do something to try and give, I'd let you do something to try and give him disadvantage on that attack roll or something like that. If you can find out a clever, his way, ankle. a clever way to get past him. <clears throat> well, he just deflected his blow. Yeah, <laughs> he did well. I mean, if you can come out, otherwise he's going to get a regular um, opportunity attack against you because you're running past him. Let me check my other spell that I already cast. Mm -hmm. Dancing lights. You can move a dancing light to... I was going to put it right in his face, but... Yeah, put it right in his face. Why not? But can I do that and move and... <laughs> and move and this I and I think this it says it's a bonus action. Stand by. I have to know my spells. I don't know my spells yet. You have this paused, right? No. I'll pause it now. Okay, so... To get around this dude... As a bonus action, I'm allowed to move my dancing light, so I'm going to move one of those right into his face, and okay. then I'm going to burst past him <coughs> and right. cast my thunder wave. <laughs> so he sees you um, uh, about to run past him, and he takes he brings up his scimitar to try and like sweep your leg out. It looks like is what he's going for, but you uh, try to like gracefully jump over it as your flamboyant cape flows out behind you and your feather. Flaps gloriously in the wind, and you like take your hand, and while you're in midair, you move it and flip one of the lights right into his face, and he will roll his disadvantage attack. Well, he definitely does not hit you, and uh, so he takes a scimitar, but you gracefully leap over it, and you get into the middle of the attic. And about... as I go over his head, I go, ha ha! These figures are humanoid, and they're about as tall as you are. So you didn't jump over his head, but you like jumped <laughs> around like the side of him or something. So I got far enough away from Keats to cast my thunder waves. Yes, uh, sir. Carefully. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from me. Each creature in a fifteen-foot cube originating from me must make a Constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes two d8 thunder damage right. and is pushed ten feet away from me. What are we? Um, is it? Oh, my DC save is 14. Okay. Is that how that works? Yeah. They have to make a 14 <clears throat> plus their constitution modifier? Yeah, they modifier. have to make a 14. Otherwise, they take the 2d8. But they use their constitution modifier. Okay. okay. Both of their constitution modifiers are zero. Straight up and down. Uh-oh. The first black cowled figure that hit Keats fails... The guy that hit you, Dad, fails. What am I trying to beat? 12? 14. 14. And the one also in the middle of the room, the third cloaked figure, also fails. They all take 2d8 oh, thunder damage. No, no, no. 2d8? Yeah. 2d8. Oh, my God. Shall each. I roll that now? All right. Yep. Uh, five and one. Now, do I add my spell attack bonus? No, you don't. That's okay. for trying to hit if you're That's doing a, an attack. Okay. So six. Um. Also, your spell attack bonus is... Plus six, not plus no, two. That's not whatever. We'll figure that out later. Your spellcasting ability is charisma, and but your get, spell like, attack bonus is plus six. They get blasted away from you with mm -hmm. thunder. thunder uh, I can right? push them ten feet away from me. Okay. So depending on where I'm standing, they go directly away from me. Okay, so... The... And also, in addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed ten feet away from me by the spell's effect. Uh-oh. And the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. 
So we do like a hard, we do a hard cut, and we see the people outside who are like waiting outside, and they hear this like the clash of steel on steel as Dad deflected that rapier, and then the this huge thunderous boom that goes. <clears throat> or let me do a better. And the a huge thunderous boom that goes. And disperses throughout the. Um, you can add a sound effect in there. That was a weak boom. And, yeah. And um, <laughs> it disperses and like it shakes the wind outside and like there's this gust of wind outside. And cut back into the attic and the they're all going to be thrown against the wall and they're going to make deck saving throws to try and keep from falling prone. Uh, the guy in the middle of the room failed and is now prone. The guy who hit Keats succeeds. And the guy who hit Dad succeeds. So you knocked the one against the wall, and then he is prone on the other side of the room now. Now, which way did those other two guys, do they get brushed past Keats, or are they still in front of him? So, don't read the rest of this page. I'm not looking. But this is you where you tell guys me. came You're the from. DM. They rushed at you like paint, this. Paint us a word picture. Okay. Yeah. Look so at where I am and where they are the and tell us where I went. You rushed into the main part of the attic, and the the guy who was still in the middle got thrown towards the torch and is now in the far corner. And Keats and the two other um, guys are in the, the other corner of the attic. And Dad, now you're in the middle of everybody, having just caused havoc and destruction. Is it, is it Keats' turn? And, yes, it is now Keats' turn. <laughs> and all the lights go out because I uh, stopped concentrating well, I have on my dancing lights. Yes. So it's good. Uh, the, the, and the dancing lights do go out. I bring my sword up above my head and try and stab the guy in front of me in the stomach. Okay. Because that's about as far out. Yeah. I get it. Uh, ooh, nine. Nine versus what, AC? Hey, is Not he within five feet? You can... You can roll it. You can use that uh, I know, oh, D6 I'll if use, you want. I, would, I just remember the D6. I shouldn't have told Bardic inspiration, y'all. Okay, I'll bardic inspiration for an extra six. Fifteen. That is a hit. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so I do one D6 plus four damage. Uh, eight damage. Does he die? For eight damage, the one that was in front of yeah. you? He does. Okay, you and then... Sword. You stick your sword... <laughs> Let me paint my word picture. You stick okay. your sword in his belly, and he goes... <clears throat> and falls over. He slides off your sword, and it's really gory okay. and gross. I, and, uh, and guys, guys, it's pretty graphic. It's pretty graphic <laughs> stuff. Um, I uh, rush over to the other guy. And as a bonus action, he's, I punch he's, him in the face. He he. So the one that you just killed is the one that didn't fall prone. Yeah, so I go over to the prone one and punch him in the face. Jesus, all right. As your bonus action. And as my bonus, bonus action. Bonus because, unarmed attack. Yeah, because I'm a monk, as a bonus action, on every turn, I can make an unarmed attack. Mm -hmm. which is pretty, But that's only if you make an only attack. Only if you succeed only, with your first one. No, only if I make an attack. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to succeed. We'll check on that later. Okay. Uh, 21. 21? Yes. Uh, he takes 7 damage. 7? Unarmed cobalt You stick your sword in this guy's belly. And then you stick your hand through the other guy's And then you go over and punch this guy, and you just cave. You somehow manage to, like, cave his skull in. I, I use my one-inch punch method. <laughs> The thunder, the thunder wave kind of, he hit his head when he went down, so he was kind of woozy already, and you just go over and nail him right where he hit his head. And he just, he he doesn't even make a sound, he just... Two kills out, for man. Keats! 
<laughs> and now it is that guy who went prone in the corner. He is going to make um, uh, a, a standing up action. <laughs> a standing up action. It's a critical fail. And he is going to Wait, remain prone. What, what did you just roll? To try and uh, resist being dazed and get up. And he, oh. crit- he critically oh. failed because he hit the he hit the wall and went prone. Thank you, very kind DM. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> he stays, but he does manage to throw. He's going to cast sacred flame just in your general direction. He's going to throw it over towards you, and he's going to take disadvantage on the attack roll. Uh, I actually don't know what sacred flame is. Can I have the players? I don't know what I'm rolling. I don't know if you guys make a saving throw. Okay, so uh, this. Uh, this guy in the corner is going to throw a sacred flame over, and you both need to take um, make dexterity saving throws with advantage. <laughs> oh, uh, <God>. Crit? <laughs> I'm not going to roll. I'll roll again. <laughs> and a oh my god! Fail. You rolled a crit and a critical fail. That's fine. Crit or miss. I got 15 or 17. Uh, okay, you I'll both, take 17. You both because I think his thing is... Yeah, it's 12, so you both succeed handily. Uh, and he just kind of throws it over, <laughs> and then he like he groans, and he's like, he's trying to get up, but he just can't. And now, it is uh, Dad's turn. Go Raven's finish him, turn. Raven. I step forward with my rapier and try to finish him off. All right, make an attack roll with advantage, because he is prone. Oh, good. I get plus four on my roll. So, 17 plus four hits. You want to roll again and try and get that crit uh, for double damage? Well, two. you didn't. All right, roll damage. Uh, rapier is D8 plus two. Eight total damage, slashing damage. Whoa. And you stick your rapier through his eye, and he <laughs> stops breathing. I didn't know his lungs were up here. <laughs> what? Our first combat was a success. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, yeah, and stop so... cutting that out, bro. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's it. You guys can explore around this attic or, like... In fact, I need I loot the both, bodies. I need you yeah. both to make perception checks right now. Oh, I have dad, dark vision. I, oh, I, I can't trip my dancing lights again dancing so lights, I can okay, see. I was about to make you take disadvantage, but you can do you too. 22. Uh, critical... Fail. So Dad is so absorbed by his awesome thunderwaveness that he's just like he's in the corner, like punching the air. He's like, "Yeah, no me, I am the best." Bar I'm practicing ever. my my finishing dance for when I score. <laughs> yeah, Dad's doing a very flamboyant like performance over in the corner. Um, Raven is doing a very Raven flamboyant. is doing a sorry Raven is doing a very flamboyant victory dance performance in the corner. Um, but Keats, you oh no, I immediately whip out my my uh, Loot. my book. Uh, my ledger, and I start scribing the, the <laughs> oh encounter God. for a story, <laughs> for, for, a story. for my bardic oh traditions. Okay, and then, uh, Keats, you see in the center of the floor, this, like, half-finished, um, it's really messed up, and, like, you can see there's one, there's, like, one candle left, but there's, like, this half-finished circle that looks like maybe it would be used, well, roll a history check. That's plus wisdom. Oh, is it? okay. Uh, I think. What does it say? Intelligence. Intel. Oh, eight. three. Three. Okay, Total. so you don't really know what it would you what it would be used for, but you can know that you know that it would be used for a ritual of some kind. I know what rituals are. Dang. Yes. <laughs> like, and there are. It's like this half-completed circle, and there are like these strange symbols inside. 
I cool. finished I put scribing in, I the put encounter and my... slammed my book shut, my tome shut, <laughs> yeah. put it back in my backpack. I, I uh, slipped the thing into my bag. Okay. The thing? The thing. What? What's that, what kids? Thing? No, it was like drawn on the floor. Oh. And they were like, I'm stupid. do you want to take a candle? <laughs> he steals a half candle. <laughs> you want to steal the candle that's left in like one of the circles? Um, no. I, uh... Fuck. I don't know. I'm cutting this whole part out. <laughs> so, while Keys is doing that, I, I quietly loot the body of the one near me. No, no, no. You were doing your victory dance. That's what I, I did. I finished. He, can, he finished and he's looting the body. Yeah. Um, I noticed that Keats is oh. still over there. Okay, I, I, loot, I loot the two bodies I took out. Are you, all right, both roll investigation checks. Oh, man. Uh, 17. Six. Six. All right, Seb, you find, uh, you managed to find ten, ten, gold, er, ten gold total on both of them, and you don't find much else. Their scimitars. So I got twenty much. gold. Ten, ten total. Oh, uh, I'm okay. <sighs> and um, so you, yeah, and that's about all you find. You, their scimitars don't look like they'd be super OP or anything like that. So, um, Dad, you f look at yours and you see this strange, um, this strange symbol that's uh, a star with this hand reaching up in the middle on the. The 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 hood of the the cowl, and but and you find this very what seems to be a very valuable necklace, which could which is probably worth some gold, and you find also ten gold on him. Ten gold. And the this pretty like it looks like it's made of rubies and sapphires necklace. Hmm. That he had in a, a and pouch this with the symbol gold. thing is it like a pendant? It's not a pendant. It's like drawn onto his hood, and you can see it now that you're not in combat and you have that light. It's like this red circle with a gray hand reaching up in the middle of it. Well, I take his hood. You take his hood. Well, yeah, I need to keep this symbol in case somebody knows what it is. Oh, okay, all right. That's the best way instead of trying to describe it, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, so man. Snatch that hood and stuff it in my pack. And the necklace. I feel like that guy meant to aim for my stomach, but uh, he hit me in the neck. Can we take a short rest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much damage did you take? You uh, forgot. I took four damage. Oh, that's good. I have ten hit points, <laughs> so it's quite what? a bit. Wait, friend. No, don't, that's okay. Don't, don't heal me. Don't waste a spell <laughs> slot. It's uh, not worth let's it. Let's step outside first. <laughs> okay. Okay, you let's go outside. get a reward. Reap our reward. reward. So you step outside and you see this young, young uh, adolescent uh, boy who looks to be um, like God. I don't Pick know. Pick an adolescent 15, age. Fifteen or seventeen, in between there somewhere, and he's comforting the woman who was calling for help. And he sees you and he says, uh, "Hello there. Can I? Oh, thank you so much for helping my my grandmother here." I just, I was so worried. I heard the screams and I rushed over. She doesn't really have anybody to take care of her. And the grandmother goes, well, sweetheart, what are you talking about? I have, I have Dave, my husband. And, um, the, the grandson says, she says, Syrian, you're, you remember Dave, Dave died about five, five years ago now? Bro, this is too serious. And Syrian Stop. says, oh, oh. Bring it back. I forgot. I forgot he died. Um. 
Well, so, that was so I feel we should get rewarded out. for. Thank you. No, she says thank you. Says here, here's ten gold pieces, a uh, piece for your efforts. Thank you so much, young gentleman. Uh, and the sun. I quickly grab it before you her keys can get hit. Here, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, buddy. Here's your five gold pieces. Not that I don't trust you. Uh, I give him five. I need. Ten. Keith's rolling inside check. I'm right here. Twenty-one. <laughs> yes. I know that he is lying to you about the. My man, I'm right here. She just said ten each. Give me my other five. Oh, my mistake. I thought she only gave me ten. I give him the other five. <laughs> Way to swoop by. And um, <clears throat> our, uh, the. What, who you make out to be this? Um, uh, who you make out to be Syrian's grandson? Um, reaches out his hand. And he says, "Oh, hello. Thank you. My name is Arsham. Um, we've we've lived in this town for a while, and I just want to thank you so much for helping out. I just couldn't get here in time. I was over at work. Where do you work? I work. I work over in the the cemetery digging. Oh, grave things. business that. Oh my god. <laughs> And Arsham takes out a gun, uh, a gun and shoots himself. <laughs> shoots himself. Whoa, no. what is this mysterious <laughs> device? I forgot to have that. I got an AK now. Uh, sorry. What? That was cringy as hell. Yeah, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> Bloopers! Oh, uh, sorry. Um, That's not a blooper. Wait, That's let's just go back. fucked up. Grave business, yeah, that. My... Oh, my God. <laughs> He says, "Yeah, my I work at the graveyard. My parents, um, my parents died a couple years ago, and then my grand my grandfather died, and it's just me and Syria now. We we get by though. We get by." Have you noticed anything going on lately? Mysterious, different. A lot of people are getting sick. I I um, they have really strict health guidelines at the graveyard, which is kind of weird for the medieval age that we're living in. But you know what? It's whatever. It's canonical. Oh. Um, does does Raven feel any different today than he did yesterday? That, that's a good question. Raven is feeling a little bit more nauseous. He's feeling a little bit more nauseous after this fight. He feels, and he's starting to get a little bit of, like, um, he's starting to get really itchy on, like, his left rib cage. It's, like, it's starting to get itchy, and it kind of, uh... Is he, like, itchy He's starting visibly? to feel uncomfortable. He's like, Raven, yeah, are Raven's you like... itching over and itching every once in a while. Hey, Raven, what's wrong, buddy? No, hey, I was doing my thing. Oh. <laughs> hey, he says, yeah, but like, um, other than that, I I had an uncle who was my last living relative who was a rat catcher, and he's he's disappeared. I think maybe he was never really like a close a close friend of ours, but I think maybe he just left for a different town. I don't know. He's uh, he's nowhere to be found. What's up with a bunch of people being rat catchers in this town? Well, there's a rat catching business up in Upper East Yarrick, which is the the district above us. Oh. They they travel actually all around and deal with rat infestations. It's a pretty big problem, actually. By the way, it was not rats up there. Those were people. <laughs> there were people. What were they doing up there? I have no idea. Performing a satanic ritual. Satan. Who's Satan? I didn't say Satan. I said satanic. Still, satanic derived is derived from the word Satan. Well, what does satanic mean? They were doing a very tiamatic ritual. I don't know them. Tiamat is the dragon goddess of evil. They're creating a 
the rit what? What's going on in my grandmother's attic? They were doing some weird. You got me, buddy. <laughs> you know what? We'll have we'll let um. You should call we'll the watch. Zy we'll let Zayden inspect it later. Grandma, you should come stay with me at the in the <clears throat> dorm at the cemetery. And they they walk <laughs> off and they. they <laughs> my dorm room is lit. Look at the cemetery. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Come over to the cemetery and we could drink wine. Look at the great so flagons of galore. <laughs> god damn. I'm so horrible. It, it's okay. Um okay, and now after that's done, you guys are kind of back to what you you want to do. So do I notice that I'm feeling sickly? You are noticing today that you are feeling significantly more like you were just kind of nauseous yesterday, but you in fact, let's say early this morning you woke up and you actually, you puked in your mouth a little bit. And it was Whoa! But it wasn't enough, it wasn't like projectile or like super intense or anything. But, and you are, you are feeling, you're starting to feel itchy on your side. Yeats! Yeats! Keats! <laughs> my name is Keats. Keats, I'm sorry, I threw up a little bit just now. I couldn't say my K without spewing all over you. Oh. Uh, no. I don't feel very well and I'm worried that when I went to that Weird tavern, I might have caught this sickness. Here, this might help. Drink this purple potion. <laughs> oh, that smells worse than my breath after I threw up. <laughs> I think I need to go find the healer. Hey, hey, honesty time. I just wanted to see what it does. I don't know what this potion does. <laughs> Trust me, friend. I've known you long enough to know. <laughs> okay, I put the potion back. But I really need... <clears throat> and, I, and I hurl into the side. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah. Help me get to the healers. I grab his legs and start walking for <laughs> He's him. Not, and just to be clear, you're not feeling like, you're not feeling like deathly, like you can't move around. You're still feeling okay. But I think I'm worried that I have whatever this sickness is, this and sickness I want to go okay. to wherever the healer is. So if you consult is. your map, I think it's, I can't remember what her name is. What I named the healer. Let me check my picture. Um... Savanas Healing. You can head over to Savanas Healing if you want and get a get a checkup, I guess. Yes. Okay. I do that. You 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 head on over. Speak up. You head on over. You head on over to to Savanas Healing. <laughs> you head okay. Over. Okay. Some backstory as to why Briargate just yelled. Uh, so he was talking. Stop. And you no, can probably we don't need tell. This. We don't need you head over to I'll just cut healing. it, because fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you head on over to Savanas Healing, and you walk in, and it is a very, it seems to be a very bustling, like, um, very <clears throat> bustling business right now. And, um, and by bustling business, I mean there are a ton of sick people there who are coughing. There's, it smells awful in here. And you notice that the... the Keats, Keats stays outside. Make, oh my god, make her perception checks. Oh, with Ooh. disadvantage. Uh, five, or critical fail. Twenty-two! <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Dad, Not you critical. notice that the, uh, that the people who seem to be further along in the disease have significantly less energy, and they are, like, there are these, like abscesses that are forming and like slowly leaking and you actually see one of them like burst like all over and a bunch of um, orderlies rush over and like try and contain it 
Uh, I don't know if this is a good idea. There's but... a there's a, uh, a woman at the desk who says, "Hello, my name is Savanos. What are you looking for? You really shouldn't you shouldn't be here if you are not ill right now." Well, I walk I out. I've <laughs> caught the illness because I went to this tavern called Carmen's. Ha- oh, you mean you mean Harmon's place? Um. Yes, yeah, and now I, I, I don't know. It starts with a K. I wish that you're would, outside, Keats. I wish that he would <laughs> shut down that ridiculously stupid tunnel that's getting everybody sick. Right. <gasps> so everybody was coughing, and someone <laughs> coughed on me, and now I'm really how, itchy. How long have you been? Um, how long have you been feeling this way? How long since you were? Well, it was yesterday. So this morning I woke up feeling not so great. Alright, you come uh, she sends you with uh, a couple orders. She says, I'm gonna go have you get a basic examination and I'll come check up you on a, check up on you in a minute and you hear her. Let me moment. catch you up. I am a male who is sick. That's your basic investigation she says, medically. And she leans over to an orderly and says, take him to the early advanced stages of, of the death bell lupus. And early advanced? Whoa, whoa, please. It's never lupus. The orderly comes up and he says, come with me, sir. And waves you over. And you go and sit down for a while, and then Savanas comes in, and she says, All right, um, based on the, the tests that we've done, you are in the early stages of, of death bell lupus. Death, that doesn't sound right. D-E-A-T-H-B-E-L-L space lupus. And um, it's a disease that's been spreading around town very rapidly, and um, it results in the forming of abscesses that eventually... Uh, locate to the the shoulder or the neck, and they burst and prevent blood flow to the brain, and the uh, you die. So luckily, what's the cure? <laughs> Give luckily, it to me now. It is a hundred percent treatable, and I just need you to drink this potion. She hands you this green, like milky-looking uh, mixture. It will, I slam it's it. It's gonna taste. It's gonna taste like shredded grass. Let me tell you. But oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> And Dad, you since you have been infected for the death bell lupus for under 24 hours, I need you to take minus 2 to your max HP. What? What a monster of Forever? a DM. Mm-hmm. It's the max HP. So you're not losing any HP now. Your max HP is 9, right? Yes. Now it's 7. This hurts. Wait, my... Your max HP is now 7 instead of 9. Well, Keats, I think you're going to be taking lead on most of the <laughs> battles from now on. Yeah, she says, um, yeah, it's um, you should feel a little bit less substantial because this does, it gets in your bloodstream and it infects, um, it, it, it infects you and it stays with you. This uh, uh, cure just prevents it from advancing further. So you're going to be, um, you're going to be infected with death bell lupus forever, but you won't feel the symptoms and... Um, you never have to drink this potion again, but it does it does never leave you. And if you do get infected again, it will counter counteract the effects of the antidote and you will you so you can be infected again, so you need to be extremely cautious. You should come up with a name for that that's really short and explains everything. Like vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, patent. Get a get a copyright on that term. Yeah, you could just uh, give me the royalties. I'll take point oh two percent. She says, "I wish I wish that Harmon would just give up his stupid entrepreneurial bullshit and close down that stupid attraction." Well, now, well, could someone drink your potion before they've contracted the disease? No, because the way that death bell lupus works is if the the antidote is already in your bloodstream, it. 
Um, it looks at it and it figures out a way around it and then does it. It only works, the vaccination works very quickly once it enters your bloodstream and eliminates the virus before it can find a way to work around it. But if the virus enters your bloodstream again, it counteracts the virus. So no. What was your original question? (laughs) (laughs) You've answered it, my lady. They cannot take the vaccination before being infected. You can now be infected again. How much would you charge me to take one of those concoctions in case my friend gets uh, infected? It's You know what? Right now we're giving them out for free in case you get infected. Thank you. I'll take three. <laughs> how, many, how many in your party? Seven. <laughs> she's going to make an inside joke. She's going to take... But I think we'd people. only need three. <laughs> Uh, she says, I, I, you know what, I'll give you three. I don't believe that there are seven in your party, and I believe that there are less than three, but I will give you three anyway, because we've got an excess of these right now. We're pretty much all we're making. Thank you. I will use them <laughs> to help those in need, for sure. Yeah, don't really believe Uh-oh. that either, but all right. Okay. Can we pause here? How, how did she get her medical license? <laughs> Can we pause here?